Welcome to Talking Wow, the podcast where we talk about World of Warcraft, believe it or not. My name is Tom, and today we're going to be talking about what World of Warcraft could learn from other MMORPGs. And to do that, we've brought along a very special guest. We have content creator and MMORPG dabbler Shanti Man Gaming from the Tenth Divine podcast, which is an Elder Scrolls Online podcast, in case you didn't know. Welcome, Shanti. We are so happy to have you on the show here today. I'm delighted to be here. And, of course, we have the co-hosts, Marty. Hey, Marty. Hey, I also dabble. So, yes, World of Warcraft is an MMORPG, but there's many, many MMORPGs uh, Shanti, I think it's probably a good place to start, though, by just maybe getting a little background on your World of Warcraft history before we, you know, start talking about other MMOs. Because we have to, you know, we're talking, wow, we have to talk about World of Warcraft just a little bit. Sure thing. Uh, I actually like to refer to myself as both a BC baby and a BFA baby. Okay. Um, I originally well, I first tried playing when it... Uh, during vanilla on army wi-fi in 2006 that didn't go so hot so i i gave it up till i got home and had a better internet um and then in bc that was the first time i played ridiculous numbers of hours and didn't even get close to level cap because leveling was a beast back then it was a grind um and then due to life situations i had to step away from the game and Around the tail end of Legion and, you know, the pre-patch event for BFA, uh, the Old Soldier cinematic actually came across my Facebook feed. And having been an Orc and Horde main before, it just tugged at the heartstrings and I went and ordered BFA and uh, aside from a hiatus due to the ABK mess, uh, I've been subbed ever since. That's so cool. I, I'm just getting a little bit emotional thinking about the old soldier cinematic. Just, just sitting there, just was like, I, c- I can see how that that potentially uh, brought you back into the game, and yeah. So that's a bit of Shanti's history in the game there. And I know Shanti, you're you're playing, you've played other MMOs as well. You obviously you have an Elder Scrolls Online podcast. Um, so what other MMOs are you, you know? Putting a bit of time into as well. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. I have characters at various levels throughout both NA and EU data centers. Um, ESO, obviously, I have a podcast about that, so I, I'd be disingenuous if I was to have a podcast about that without playing it. Um, that would be that would be really tricky as well. Just you know, you'd be taking all these stabs in the dark. Just like I don't know. I'd probably. I mean, I've played a bit of Elder Scrolls Online. But I don't think I'd be knowledgeable enough to host a podcast. I'd probably be like, "So, what about those mud crabs or something like that?" Wait, does that mean that I need to be to be playing World of Warcraft to be on this podcast? Uh, yes, Marty. Oh, you shit. haven't been playing this whole time. You've just been guessing. But let me go sub real quick. You've, you've had some really good guesses then. <laughs> um, and I have also dabbled a bit with uh, Lord of the Rings Online, Guild Wars Two, several other MMOs that I can't think of off the top of my head. Swotor. Yes. I mean, he had to say it. Marty, Marty's <laughs> bit of a meme is just bringing up Star Wars The Old Republic on this show. Marty, why, why do you tell us a few MMOs that you've dabbled a, a bit into as well? I mean, obviously, 
it's mostly World of Warcraft with Marty, but there was times when his head was turned and he did flirt with other MMOs. <laughs> oh, I've, I've played a few of them. I played uh, ESO. I've, I've been dabbling into that, but I would not, you know... Marty doesn't know what a mud crab is, I bet. Exactly. I wouldn't even, you know, don't invite me to your podcast because I would not contribute anything to it. Um <laughs> Also been playing some uh, Final Fantasy uh, a while back, um, and obviously Swotor, but also, what was it called? R- Rift? Was, is it called oh, Rift? Oh yeah, Rift. Yeah. That was, we, that we, was, that was we, a game. We played that for a hot minute. Oh, we did. And, oh that, and the one that, the one that, that stopped. The one that uh, really should should die at this point based on the monetization practices. I, I don't even it. know. I only played it, it back then. Um, it, it got bought out by NCSoft, and the monetization is just truly awful. It's rough. Right. It is rough. And there was another one that actually closed down. Wildstar. Exactly, that one. Which is a shame. I kind of, actually, out of all of them, except you're taking Swotor out of the mix, I think that's one of the ones that I actually enjoyed the most. So there we go. Well, I, I suppose I should say some of those I've been playing as well, just so I'm qualified to also be on this episode that I'm hosting. But yeah, like like both of these fine people here i have played some final fantasy 14 elder scrolls online guild wars 2 i also played a bit of lord of the rings online back in the day when it first launched also a bit of rift that marty mentioned there I, that one was definitely at the back of my mind so yeah there's, there's there's always there's always other mmos out there and there's always that you know narrative of this one this one's gonna kill world of warcraft isn't it shanti that's what they always say when a new mmo comes out oh yeah <laughs> That's been going on since 2004, uh, but uh, I don't think anything is going to kill World of Warcraft at this point, aside from potentially World of Warcraft tripping over itself. And from what I've seen in the past year, they're going the opposite way from that. Yeah, they. they I think you're right. I think, you know, sometimes you can be your own worst enemy. And so far, you know, Dragonflight seems to be ticking a lot of boxes and blizzcon came along and gave us a glimpse of what we're going to see for the next you know 10 years probably so seems to be going the right way however however the episode of this very episode is what could world of warcraft learn from other mmo rpgs and perhaps i'm going to start with marty here and i i probably know which mmo rpg he, he may reference in his answer but Marty, is there some MMORPG out there that that's doing something that you think World of Warcraft could learn from? I mean, it's not even funny anymore because they, World of Warcraft is actually going to do you know some of the things that I really really like about this specific MMO, which is all the warband things that are going to be introduced now, which they have blatantly stolen from Swotor, Star Wars The Old Republic, um, which is awesome. It's cool, and it's so nice that they're finally going to do it because that, I think that's some of the things that I've really missed uh, with World of Warcraft and that I'm looking forward to is that it's your account. It's not just that one character. So, you know, being that reputation, that being, you know, shared stash, stuff like that, it's amazing. I'm looking forward to it. So, But we're already getting that, but, you know, that's the things that are so high up on my, you know, wish list. So I don't even I haven't even looked below those points. So I don't really have anything else. You were just like you've been sitting on this answer for just months and months while we had this idea for this episode. Then Blizzard actually announced the thing that you wanted. Yeah. And you didn't have time to change your answer. Yeah, that's it. 
wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, I, I honestly have to say, if this episode had taken place two months ago, we'd be having a much different conversation. <laughs> we would. We absolutely would. And it's actually, it's funny, Marty, that you bring up, you know, oh, Blizzard stole this from this other MMO because it was the same with when Dragonflight released. I remember there was a big hoo-ha about, oh, Blizzard have stolen Guild Wars 2's mount system. And I was like, heck yeah. Please do, because Guild Wars 2 mount system is freaking awesome. And the fact that they did actually put their own spin on it in Dragonflight, and it's actually been a massive hit because they're going to carry that forward now. Are you always surprised when you see like that sort of reaction, Shanti, about you know Blizzard announcing something that's something similar, you know, like with Warbands or something? But I think everyone was actually just happy with Warbands. No, I, I'm not surprised um, because there's always been a talking point in, in the community about how WoW is at its best when it takes from other MMOs and puts its own spin on it. I mean, uh, you go back to even originally, the dungeon system was originally supposed to be closer to whatever Quest 2 was, but then they took it and they made it Blizzard's own. It's just, it's something that they've always excelled at when they see something, iterate on it, and then put it into WoW. Yeah, and they, they even did that just with World of Warcraft as a whole, because you mentioned EverQuest 2 there, and, you know, World of Warcraft wasn't the first MMORPG ever. Sorry, Marty, it wasn't. There was MMOs before that. And I think that's what that's what they did in that genre, is they saw what other MMOs were doing, and maybe, you know, some of those were a bit more convoluted, a bit more grindy, a bit more complex. And actually, they came along and made things, it still had its complexities, but they made things a lot more simple to get into. And, you know, for someone that was their first MMORPG, like myself, you know, it, it was it was just this, this seamless experience to get in there. And it didn't matter what skill level you were getting into World of Warcraft at. I don't think it ever has, because it has just always been easy to to fall into did you find that marty was that was world of warcraft your first mmorpg because you've been around a while you know i'm just just wondering <laughs> um yeah world of warcraft was my was my first um that got introduced to me by a friend and it it was just it it was like when i tried it the first time i was like this is amazing i need my own copy was it your was it your first mmo shanti Yes, uh, and I, I mean, I did go back with the Warcraft franchise prior to that. During the Frozen Throne era, there was one period where this was late in high school, and, you know, late high school, you had poor judgment. I stayed up five days straight just playing Frozen Throne. As you should. As those were the good old days, uh, as they say. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, a lot of MMORPGs out there, Shanti, and, you know, is there is there something to start us off that you you think... This MMO is doing that right. I think World of Warcraft could do that in their own way. I would love to see the crafting and professions from Final Fantasy XIV brought into WoW. They took a step closer in Dragonflight, but I mean, in Final Fantasy XIV, profession jobs have their own rotations. You know, it's something they actually could build upon, in my opinion. Yeah, so in Final Fantasy fourteen, it's it's more involved, isn't it? It's not just like collecting materials and then building stuff out. You just like actually there, there's there's almost like abilities that you're you have, and it's it's like a more involved process, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. And I personally love that. 
yeah, I mean, I think it, it increases that that fantasy as well because I don't know. It feels like professions is something they're working on, and obviously in Final Fantasy fourteen as well, like your one character can level up every profession as well because of the way that works with switching jobs. Would Would you want to see something like that? Would you want to see like every character perhaps being able to take every profession as well? Every profession, sure. I'd love every class like Final Fantasy fourteen does with their job system. I don't see that ever coming to WoW personally. Uh, there's just way too much code to unravel to be able to do that. Yeah, but you know, we we are just mere podcasters, Shanti. We can we can just say things, and Blizzard can just copy and paste some code and, and do it. You know, as content creators, it's our given right to imagine the unimaginable. <laughs> What do you think, Marty? Would you want, because you're someone that plays a lot of alts, would you want just one character where you could be like, yeah, all my professions on this character, I'm never leveling fishing again because I've got up on my, on this character, <laughs> you know? I mean, my initial... Actually, f- even better, account-wide. Account-wide professions. Boom, I'm just saying account-wide, it. Account-wide professions. I actually don't know. I I, I think I kind of like that the idea that they are separated because why why else would I have alts then if not for the profession? Uh, I mean that's part of it. Um, but on the other hand, mount farming. True. <laughs> but on the other hand, you know, it, it would be nice that I don't have to switch characters to you know get different stuff. Um, but then I don't know. Then you brought up fishing, and I just. Oh man, I just wish that one was account wide. Yes, please. Because yes, because fishing is it's not fun. It's not fun gameplay. Let's just be honest about it. It it's really not that fun. I like fishing. I don't know what you're saying. I like fishing. I think fishing is relaxing. Um that's probably something they could could also expand on, Shanti, because in Final Fantasy fourteen you have like a fishing journal, it keeps track of like how big your fish was the weight of the fish i don't know i i like that stuff and, and a whole like raid scenario for deep sea fishing too so oh, yeah. yeah final fantasy 14 wins the battle there <laughs> easy the battle of the fishing rods is, is won by final fantasy 14 but hey actually just just the way we're talking here maybe secondary professions account wide that is something that even that would be a big step would be a big step but again i'm just saying words oh no i'm saying i'm agreeing with you i want it <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> as as I was working on archaeology this morning, yes, I definitely want that to be account wide. Yeah, I do feel like the secondary ones is some. It's just it's it's so weird that you have to do it again because it's again a thing where you know compare compare that to you know the reputations. I've already done it on this character. Uh, why do I need to do it again over here? Whereas the other professions make sense because they're different. So you know, it's it's. They have a different. Uh, it, it's not if you log an alt, but have a different profession. You're not doing the same thing. But the secondary is always the same. So why do you need to? And it's not even like fun gameplay to to level them up. So why do you have to do it again? It makes no sense. Yeah, I think they got close with the Pandaria reps with the uh, grand tokens that double your reputation gains after you hit revered on your first character. I think that they were close. They weren't there, but they were close. Yeah, and I mean, who knows with the way Warbands works in the future as well, we could be moving to a point where, you know, a lot of stuff does become account-wide. I, I would agree. I'd probably say, like, we're probably never going to get, you know, the ability to unlock all professions on one character or even have that account-wide, but who knows? Maybe. Um, something that 
I've been thinking about with this topic is what World of Warcraft could learn from other MMOs. And I don't know, maybe I should have just titled this what World of Warcraft could learn from Final Fantasy XIV at this moment in time. But something that Final Fantasy XIV does, and if you've never played it, there's this area called the uh, Golden Saucer, where it's just a, like a, basically a casino where you go off and there's loads of mini games and there's a card game there that you learn called Triple Triad, which was from Final Fantasy VIII. And you could just play that game. I could just play that game. I could just subscribe to Final Fantasy XIV just to play that game. And I actually love it because you battle NPCs out in the world. I don't know if you've played, I don't know, maybe I'm talking gibberish to some people, but if you've played like Gwent, where you're like out in The Witcher 3 and you go challenge NPCs and you collect cards, I'd love some sort of like mini game within world of warcraft that lets us go out and and play something like that now i know we have hearthstone right there we have hearthstone there we go we have hearthstone but but i want something just a little bit smaller a little bit simpler you know shanti i don't know if you've played hearthstone recently but a game there can take about half an hour you know what i'm saying i want i want something that can take you know a minute or two to to play and i think that could be really fun and i know not just Final Fantasy fourteen introduced a card game recently. Didn't Elder Scrolls Online do something too? Yes, however, it does tend to veer toward that half an hour thing that you were talking okay. about. Um, but it, it it was a fantastic addition. Um, a whole bunch of the community, a bunch of the content creators, it just reinvigorated their love of the game, just having that new card game that they could go into and explore and strategize. So I, I definitely agree that something like that would be fantastic in the saucer as a whole. Something like that. You know, Darkmoon Fair, again, they're kind of close with it. Yeah. But that's only up a week out of every month. Yeah, and the, the Darkmoon, I mean, they've worked on it over time. You know, it used to just be this little carnival beside Stormwind or Thunder Bluff, didn't it? And then they made the Darkmoon Isle, which is pretty cool. But it, I don't know, you go there now and it's like, yeah, those those mini games were fun like 10 years ago, you know, riding around that little tonk shooting targets and, you know, being shot out of a cannon and trying to cancel the debuff in time to land in the in the target in the seat. That used to be fun like 10 years ago. That one that one's rough when you when it bugs out and you just get shot short and land on the land. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so many people have, have tragically lost their lives uh, due to a malfunctioning Darkman Fair cannon. But there, there is so much potential with that island because it's an island and it's very big. And you could you could really expand There's upon all that sorts well. of room. Loads of room, loads of room to expand up. I, I know you built a roller coaster fairly recently, but and, and they have that new they have that new dance studio mini game thing that uh, when was that uh, Shadowlands when that launched? I don't know, Marty. Was that was that a thing? I don't even didn't even know that was the thing. I, I, okay, Marty's how... logging in right now. Marty's Marty's leaving the show to go <laughs> play the dance studio. That, that's how much I keep taps on on the on, on Dark Moon Fair. But again, it's it's a real simplistic mini game. You're just matching what the NPC did. So, but sometimes like just little mini games like that that you can go off and do. And I think it works really well in Final Fantasy XIV because, like you say, Shanti, that area is just always up. It's always there. It's always available. Because sometimes you know. Maybe you don't want to do dungeons or maybe you don't want to do quests. You just want to go and play play a few mini games. And I think that is probably something World of Warcraft is just missing. It's missing that other hub that you could just go to and have some fun with things that isn't really related to your gear or anything like that. Um, 
And and when you're saying that, I I almost feel like asking. So, is there anything WoW could learn from itself? Because something that I haven't been around for a few expansions that I miss uh, that used to be in the game, the Brawler's Guild. Uh. What happened to that? Why is that you know not being updated? Because that was fun. I want some more Brawler Brawler's Guild going on. Yeah, and the Brawler's Guild, it's a perfect, like, 0.5.7 patch kind of content, you know? So it's a shame that they haven't iterated on it for this, especially for this expansion. Yeah, and I think people really like that content where they can challenge themselves, you know, that that little bit of solo content. We saw with the Mage Towers, like, the Mage Towers coming out of Legion was probably, you know, it was up there as, like, the thing that people were saying, this was great. You know, as good as the raids were and as good as you know, leveling up your artifact was, Marty, right? The the Mage Tower was was just, like, incredible because it offered these challenges for everyone. And you saw people that were leveling up other classes to, to take part in this class fantasy as well. And again, pe- people like that. People like to be able to take themselves off. They don't have to rely on other people. And I know we may be moving towards that landscape with the war within and delves and such like but still sometimes it's just nice to have a little space of your own where you can do some fun stuff or challenge yourself like the chromie event like uh the one at the end of bfa um the uh you know the corrupted stormwind and aquamar uh, uh things the horrific visions exactly yeah uh, um you know it it feels like they from time to time do some some cool things but it's just like a one-off thing and i think that's a shame as well it would be cool if they actually built something that they would you know expand upon um because i would love to to have different versions of those because they were fun uh, that that actually brings me to one thing from final fantasy 14 that i would love to see in wow and they've come close with the visions with torghast but then they made torghast a chore and ruined it all the appeal but like something like the deep dungeons in final fantasy 14 where you can go in and challenge yourself can you get to floor 100 floor 200 you know and be able to save at various points yeah that'd be cool i mean i think and again i've never played torgas so i i'm 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 you know i'm on your your podcast right now shanti talking about elder scrolls i don't know any mud crabs uh but i know when torgas first came out and people were like, oh, this is cool. This is like a roguelike in World of Warcraft. And we've seen like aspects of Torghast make its way out into the real world in into certain areas, you know, collecting those abilities in, in certain zones. But I think like, yeah, Torghast was something that had, from, from what I heard, just a lot of potential and just fell a little bit short in the end. But the idea of that is still very cool, isn't it? Yeah. So to finish up here, Shanti, do you have anything else that you think from another MMO, World of Warcraft could learn from. Um, like I said, it, if you had asked me this two months ago, that this would have been a completely different conversation. But I mean, with Delves, we're going to have a follower. With Follower Dungeons, we're going to have four followers. The, the trust system for Final Fantasy, basically. So, like the things that are coming up are already hitting the notes that I would have loved to answer. Um, one thing I would like to see, though, is something along the lines of the map completion in Guild Wars 2, Ooh. where, you know, you can stumble across these events on the map and it counts towards your leveling progression. And as you complete more and more of the map, it unlocks certain things. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that, actually, just just while I was sitting here. And I, I feel like Dragonflight's got their 
a little bit closer. I feel like that's the, the narrative of today. That it's like they're getting there, but they're not quite there. But in Guild Wars 2, you have these almost dynamic events that you're out in the world, you're, you know, killing a few boars or whatever. And then suddenly, boom, something pops up and it's like, hey, everyone get in here. And it's really cool because you don't really necessarily know when they're going to pop up. And when they do, you just see people like, you know, they they head over to that and they, you know, do an escort or they take down a powerful enemy. And something that I think Guild Wars 2 does very well with their events is sometimes it's not just a singular event. It, it could be something that leads to another event and then that leads to another event. And within that, you're telling a story as well. And there's there's some narrative in there that you can you can get from that. And And sometimes at the end of that event, it's like, okay, this town was being invaded by centaurs. Now it's not because we did this event and it's all clear. There's some vendors here. And I think just, you know, little stuff like that, especially with like the phasing technology, it could be really, really neat to see them like make World of Warcraft and make Azeroth just feel more alive that way. That's exactly it. Especially, especially if you put it in like the Duratars, the Silver Pine Forests of the world where things haven't changed for too long. And, you know, maybe we'll see something like that with the world revamps that we're going to be seeing coming in the War Within, Midnight, Last Titan. So we can still, you know, look back on this episode maybe two years later and say, oh, wow, they actually did these things that we suggested. They actually listened to the show. And what about you out there? Do you have any ideas of what World of Warcraft could learn from other MMORPGs? We'd love to hear your suggestions. Do you agree with the ones we've picked here today? Again, we'd love to hear from you and you can do so in the places that you do that. I want to take this opportunity as well to thank Shanti for being on the show. Thank you so much for coming on and talking MMOs with us. I know it's a bit of a fantasy wasn't it of just you know thinking about what could be possible in the future yes it was absolutely my pleasure and just a delightful topic too and you can find shanti in many places and we'll have shanti's links in our show notes and that brings us to the end of this episode of talking wow i have been tom that has been marty and that has been shanti man and we have been talking wow and other things. Thanks for tuning in, champion! Did you enjoy this episode of Talking Wow? If so, why not drop a review on your podcast catcher of choice or leave us a comment? You can find Talking Wow on Twitter or YouTube over at Talking Wow. Hope to see you again soon!